Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Innovation Podcast, your source for all things innovation. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good things. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so I have Taylor Core on the line, and he's head of inside sales over at Quantcast. Taylor, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, excited to have you on the show. I, I love to geek out and nerd out on ad tech, and that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about trends in ad tech. Um, but before we do, uh, let's go a little bit further into what you're doing over at Quantcast. Tell us a little bit more about the company, please. Sure, yeah. So Quantcast has a, a couple sides to our business. Um, on the one hand, we work with publishers, and we basically provide them audience analytics um, and also help them navigate uh, consumer privacy, privacy and consent. And then the other half of the business where I work, uh, we work directly with advertisers and ad agencies, basically arming them with advertising technology to uh, ultimately help them go sell more stuff. So I lead our uh, inside sales team at Quantcast. You can think of that as our as our SMB uh, side of the business. And uh, I cover the whole entire United States. So we work with a variety of advertisers. And, and the big initiative for us right now is we are, are pushing out our new uh, self-serve platform, uh, for marketers. Um, been a big uh, demand in the industry for self-serve and more of that, that direct advertiser control. Uh, so that's been a big initiative for us moving to uh, general availability with that platform July 1st. Man, first off, congrats on that. I love when this happens because I, I feel like for us small business owners, you know what I mean? Like like myself, uh, we're a small media company. There's only 11 of us. Like we can't, like we want access to the tools too, Taylor. And we understand that, you know, the big guys typically get it. But, you know, over time with efficiencies and having a, that self-serve model and other people, I mean, I think it's great just for the overall industry. I think it expands it and uh pretty common for enterprise to start out with enterprises to, to, to validate and to develop the software and to create the model and then to be able to get it to the masses. So congrats on that. Yeah, thanks. It's, uh, I think uh, AdTech in general is, uh, is heading in that, in that direction. Let's um speaking of let's uh let's let's transition a bit. Let's let's go a little bit further into trends that you're seeing in ad tech. I mean, what excites you right now? Because I know you're living this day in and day out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and uh, you know, I, I've been at Quantcast now for six years, and and part of the reason I you know, got into the space is uh, ad tech always has something new uh, coming down the pipe, and that there's always changes taking place. Um, probably the biggest um, you know public facing trend that that people have probably seen um, is this big trend towards privacy. Um, you've got GDPR in Europe, which is the General Data Privacy Regulation. Um, and then CCPA in California, which is very similar, um, which are basically aimed at protecting consumers' uh, data privacy online. And this impacts everybody. It's, you know, Google, it's Facebook, it's, it's smaller companies like Quantcast in terms of what we can collect and, and how you protect your identity online. Um, so that has been a huge adjustment, not just for targeting companies like us, but, but big publishers like, you know, New York Times, you know, how are they going to identify uh, who you are, Adam, when, when you come to their website and, and, uh, you know, whether you're in market for auto insurance or, or, you know, a new pair of jeans, um, really the whole infrastructure of, of the ad tech, uh, marketplace or the, the programmatic buying, uh, that takes place in ad tech really hinges on us being able to understand, uh, you know, what someone is doing online. Um, and then the kind of the twin, 
trend with that is uh, Google, who is the you know, they're the dominant player in a lot of spaces, but they have a dominant share of the web browser market with Google Chrome, um, and they've decided to do away with third-party cookies. Um, so they have a deadline um, a couple years out from now where, where they're going to finally you know cut off access to to cookie data, um, and so that is something that's looming for the entire industry because that's really how we. Uh, you know, identify who to go out and target, and that's how advertisers validate how effective their marketing is. So, um, you know, I don't know if I'd call that exciting, but it is, uh, you know, a monumental change. It's really going to upend how a lot of companies uh, approach the market right now. So everyone's kind of scrambling to figure out how they're going to adjust to this. Yeah, it's it's really tricky. The whole cookies thing, I don't, I mean, there's a lot of big companies that have built big businesses and it's kind of, I mean, it's such a shame to me because part of me is like, it's, it's such a double-edged sword because at one point this data is being used so that you can buy ads, right? Like pay-per-click and other things like that. So you you spend, you put a lot of money into Google's pocket um, at one point um, in doing this and it's probably part of the way you built that company or, or some of the people built their companies at one point, right? Um, and so now to cut that part off, like and again, not asking you to have a crystal ball because this is all this is all you know high level stuff and and I, I mean, nobody knows what's gonna happen yet. But I'm like, man, what are, what is Google gonna do next? I feel like they're gonna come up with some model to be able to charge us for something else, and it's just not gonna be called a cookie, but it's gonna work just like a cookie, and you're just gonna have to pay for it now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny thing is. Google doesn't even really know what, what they're doing yeah. yet. You know, they're, they're setting up workshops and they're trying to figure this out with, uh, with publishers, with other mm-hmm. you know, advertising technology companies. And so, um, you know, it's going to be a big project. Um, the IAB, um, the Interactive Advertising Bureau, uh, is one of the industry bodies in ad tech that has this project REARC. So anyone could, could Google project REARC if they're, um, you know, maybe trying to figure out what the future looks like. But, um, a lot of it, will probably hinge around privacy and consent. That's why I kind of, you know, uh, think about these trends as interrelated. Um, you know, for example, you know, New York Times, you go to their website, you know, because of these privacy regulations, you have to say, hey, yeah, I, I accept cookie tracking. And, and, you know, if you've got a, a login for New York Times, they understand, hey, this is Adam Torres. We, we know who this person is. Um, you know, maybe trending towards a larger identifier like that, where publishers you know, get together and they say, okay, well, you know, we have Adam Torres' information over here and he's also, you know, logged into to this news source, maybe a CSPN or, or another large publisher and starting to create kind of a network effect like that. And then maybe a limited amount of data that, that, that you volunteer kind of about yourself because, you know, um, advertisers still have to reach the right people. We want to hear about new products. So it's about creating a really, um, you know, effective ecosystem for consumers so that, you know, you are, are seeing the right product and you're not bombarded by terrible ads and for publishers so they can actually make money. You know, I think there's this big myth that content on the Internet is completely free. It's, it's really ad funded. So we still need those ads to get, uh, you know, independent news sources and, and get that uh, content to our homes. Yeah, it's just like TV. It's like, because you turn on your TV, if you have regular TV, I mean, you're watching a commercial. Like, somebody's paying to put that TV on. It's not like, I mean, if you have cable, obviously you're paying or satellite, anything like that. But it's not based, It's not free. <laughs> I tell people that. The radio, you might turn it on, it works, but it's not free. Somebody's putting right. that commercial on there and paying for it. Like, it's not free, just to be clear. Um so I want to I want to go a little bit further into with the, with the time we have left. I want to go a little bit further into the into the self serve platform. So I know we touched uh, on the beginning of the show, but um, a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, executives listening to this right now, um, and they're looking for solutions. So I want to go. Let's go a little bit further into kind of the nuts and bolts of the platform, what it looks like, functionality. Give us a little bit more of that, please. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting is Google and Facebook, the, you know, these really large uh, companies, obviously, that, that really dominate the, the ad tech space. Um, they've had self-serve for a while and, and they've set it up so that, you know, if, if you started, say, a, a small shoe brand, you could log on to Google tomorrow or Facebook, set up a small campaign, have it up and running with your credit card in, in a few hours. And so um, that has created um, a lot of access, like you were mentioned earlier, uh, for these smaller advertisers to compete with with some of these big companies. You know, the, this direct-to-consumer uh, trend is really fueled by a lot of this um, direct access to advertising. So, you know, one of the one of the knocks with uh, programmatic sometimes is people think, hey, you know, it's kind of a black box. What's all this data and machine learning going in? What, you know, what does my performance look like? They want that transparency into where their ads are going, where they're showing up, levels of fraud, what they're paying for different sources of, of advertising. So um, that is a trend that, you know, we've seen come in and, and different companies have started to, you know, push into. And that's that's really where we're going with, with our platform as well. And similar to, you know, consumers wanting more access and, and direct control over their data, advertisers want that too. And so, you know, providing a platform that instead of having an account manager, you know, set everything up, provide the reporting, which certain advertisers still, you know, really enjoy. There's also a large uh, chunk of advertisers who say, hey, I want that direct control. I want to help, uh, you know, understand which data is going into my targeting. I want to do my own A-B tests, understand the performance, play around with it. Uh, you got a lot of folks who are, very well versed in, in uh, ad tech now and, and know how to, uh, you know, conduct their own programmatic campaigns. So, you know, us uh, at Quantcast, like some other companies have been doing, um, just arming folks more directly with that data to, to run their own campaigns. So any, um, and you don't have to give a, a company name or anything like that, but any cases of somebody using this in beta or otherwise that, um, that, that just kind of stick out to you? And the reason I say this is because a lot of times people don't, you know, you don't know what you don't know, right? Obviously, that's a given, but they may be listening to this and they're thinking, ah, do I really need that? Like, does it make sense for us? Like, just to put a little bit of meat around it with a story. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, where Quantcast has always... Um, formed our best partnerships have been really with performance-minded uh, advertisers who are, are looking for outcome-based marketing. And when you go with programmatic, you can you know, run a brand campaign, you can do video, you can do rich media, native, um, try and get a lot of eyeballs and traffic to your site. Um, but, but really companies that are, are really highly performance-focused um, have always done well with Quantcast platforms. So um, a couple of our early partnerships um, have been with these direct-to-consumer brands that, that we were mentioning. So, you know, a, a mattress brand and, and another apparel retailer, um, you know, which kind of dominate the direct-to-consumer space right now, um, have seen really uh, phenomenal returns by being able to test and iterate really quickly. One of the things self-serve gives you is a chance to run campaigns, test them out, uh, tweak the ads that you're running, tweak the audiences that you're going after. And so uh, Quantcast, because in our DNA, we work with so many publishers, we've got a, a lot of different audience data. Um, they're able to build audiences really quickly. And then by putting that directly into market really quickly without that, that latency between planning and buying, um, they've seen really phenomenal results, uh, you know, from an ROI perspective and, and continue to, to reinvest in the platform. So th those early success stories have been really encouraging for us. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, Taylor, that being said, um, about out of time for this one, but um, final question, two-part question. If somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Quantcast, uh, first off, what are the right types of uh, businesses that are typically a good fit for Quantcast uh, so that the right people follow up? And number two, what's the best way for them to connect? Of course, yeah. So, 
for for getting in touch with Quantcast uh, directly, uh, they can certainly uh, head over to to my LinkedIn page, uh, Taylor Core C O R R, or directly at Quantcast.com and, and submit an inquiry there to, to get in touch with with the sales team. Um, you know, I mentioned earlier we do really well with uh, you know performance focused outcome based advertisers uh, online. We also work uh, with ad agencies, uh, independent ad agencies uh, across the country as well. So. Um, in addition to that, if you're looking for a video campaign or just audience insights on, on the publisher side, there's really a variety of solutions. So I encourage folks, if, you're in, if you are involved in digital media, advertising, audience analytics, uh, come check out Quantcast.com and we might have a solution for you there. Fantastic. Well, Taylor, really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, sharing more about all the great work that you're doing over at Quantcast. And uh, congrats on that launch. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters uh, Innovation, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments in the video. Love to know what kind of projects and things that you're working on. And Taylor, thanks again for coming on the show. Really appreciate it, Adam. Thanks a lot.